You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. With our good friend Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Nick, thank you for taking the time. Got to start in the San Francisco Bay Area. Let the audience know in advance that you had a coaching internship with the 49ers this summer, but it will not influence your objective analysis. Take a step back. If I tell you a player only has seven career starts, can you really justify giving that player $74 million guaranteed against injury, as is the case with Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I know that is uh, the talk of the sports uh, world uh, today, the contract with Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, we could sit and point out the uh, seven starts and say, well, that's not a large body of work. Sometimes that doesn't really make a difference. The only thing that made a difference is that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo felt that he was at home with the San Francisco 49ers. Both Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch felt as though they had found the quarterback they were looking for. Uh, Brian Hoyer was not the guy. And the young guy, C.J. Beathard, uh, he, he's definitely uh, great to have at the young number two spot, and he just got some valuable experience of this season. But when a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo comes along, you have to go ahead and uh, ink a deal. You have to make it happen because uh, Cordell knows this, uh, being uh, the quarterback on, on the show, that, that that position is kind of like the premier position in the NFL, and we talk about it all the time, needing an elite passer, uh, and this being a passing league, why not have a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who's actually shown in his time as a San Francisco 49ers quarterback, that he can lead a roster that may not be as talented as some of the other rosters around. And just look at what they were able to do against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm sure the team is going to sell a lot of tickets this season, knowing as though they have Jimmy Garoppolo wrapped up for five years. When you see the money that he had the opportunity to grab, uh, rightfully so, I think it's, you know, four years in the game. He's been taught by the best. He watched the best. He's been around the best. Um, when you look at what happens with Kirk Cousins and a Drew Brees, you know, how does that work for them? I mean, Drew Brees has been in the game for, you know, 12 to 13-plus years, and, and you know what he means to that community and that football team. And But Kirk Cousins, he's had a body of work over the last three years that we can all probably say that this was a one-man gang there in Washington and everyone was depending just on him. Do you see these guys being able to get that type of guaranteed money? Well, you know, as far as Drew Brees, I don't see Drew Brees going anywhere else. Uh, obviously, uh, the combination of both he and Sean Payton has worked well uh, for the both of the guys and the, uh, the franchise of being as it may. And also, you look at the fact of uh, at 14 and 15, that's where both the New Orleans Saints and the Washington Redskins actually rank as far as salary cap is concerned. You know, the Saints have $32 million to work with. And Washington has $31 million to work with. And if the Redskins brass, if the front office thought that Kirk Cousins was worth a long-term deal, they would have did it a long time ago. We saw the confidence that they had in getting a deal done or even Kirk Cousins in this uh, production on the field when they traded for Alex Smith. That, that said a lot. So when you look at the opportunity for these two quarterbacks, there's not a lot out there. There's slim pickings. And if you're Kirk Cousins, there's only so many places that you can go. To me, four teams come to mind. You have Denver, Cleveland, Arizona, and Minnesota. And right now, after uh, the blockbuster deal that Jimmy Garoppolo received yesterday, uh, Cleveland is the team with the most money in the salary cap room with $110 million. 
So you have to ask her cousin, I mean, do you want the money or do you want to have an opportunity to win? Because even though Cleveland has gone with the money ball, they have some picks, they have money, can you go there and be successful knowing as though you have Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, and Pittsburgh Steelers still in that division? So right now there, there is a market out there. Will those teams be willing to give you that amount of money equaling that to Jimmy Garoppolo? That is the question. But if I'm Drew Brees, it's not about trying to be the highest-paid quarterback. It's about trying to find a way to have money at the team's disposal to make your team better overall. And you got to think, this is a New Orleans Saints team that was one defensive stop away from making a trip to the Super Bowl. Cousins telling us last week on Radio Row, Minnesota, Winning is his number one priority, but that's what everyone says until they have an overwhelming offer in front of them. Taking you around the league with Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Nick, what happens to Nick Foles? He's got a year left on the contract. Does he go to being a backup in Philadelphia once more, or do the Eagles view him as an asset, shop him around the league? Let's say the Cardinals offer a first-round pick to the Eagles. Are they dealing Nick Foles in the offseason? Well, if I'm, if I'm the Eagles, yeah, you definitely uh, have to consider it. Look, look at what's happening right now with the Eagles organization, and we see it all the time. It happens with the players, uh, the coaches, when the team wins the Super Bowl. Their roster is being rated right now. Uh, our quarterback coach, John DeFilippo, he now, he's now the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Frank Wright, who is the offensive coordinator, he could be interviewing for the coach job, and he takes that job. So now – you have to say, if you're Jeffrey Lurie and, Lurie and you're the Eagles organization, we have to strike while the iron is hot. So if a lot of teams are trying to give us a top pick and maybe a pick a first round in this year's draft and the second round next year, and I know most people say, well, why would you give up that for a guy of Nick Foles' caliber? And, I mean, he's been a star in the league. He's shown that he can step in and he can win the big game. And just looking how the offense flourished with him at the quarterback position, and he is the reigning NFL MVP. So he has a lot of negotiating power, and that's what it's about. It's about leverage. And if they can leverage, being the Eagles, an opportunity to move Nick Foles to kind of get some more picks and make that team much better, now that you're going to have a mass exodus of your coaching staff, I say you have to explore that. But Nick Foles, if I'm Nick Foles, I'm thinking, well, I would like to stay with the Eagles organization. I've proved my work. And for me, backing up Carson Wentz, and we don't really know what Carson Wentz is going to be after this injury. So he may take about five to six weeks of the regular season in 2018 to get back. But at least you know you have a fan base that believes in you. You know that you can actually go out there and execute despite all what the naysayers and pundits have said about you. So I want to stay in Philadelphia if I'm Nick Foles, but – this is out of his control. If there's leverage, there's opportunity, then he may be moved. Going back to the game a little bit, because we never really had a chance to really dive into it ever since we saw the end result, uh, Philadelphia beat New England. But when watching this, this, this Philadelphia football team, it, it's almost as if, you know, it's okay to say that they're going to have like another two to three year run because there's not too many players that's leaving or up for contracts other than the guys who signed one year deals like the Chris Longs to the Le'Veon Bells uh, to the Jay Ajayis. Uh, but when you look at this, does this team deserve the opportunity when it comes to power rankings or just the thought of going back again? Should they be in the forefront of that conversation? Cause they've really not losing too much, anything, but a couple coaches, but the team, the nucleus of the team is still there. 
Well, Cordell, when you look at it, the fact you say, well, how and why was uh, the Eagles successful this season? Uh, Jim Schwartz's defense came in being one of the uh, top leading defense against the rush. Uh, you really wouldn't have known that looking at the game against the, the Patriots. But when you have a mass exodus of the coaching staff, like Frank Wright, John DiFilippo, definitely to me that's going to make that offense slip in the rankings because you're like, well, who's going to step into – that particular position, can they now and do they have uh, the fortitude and the acumen to actually put something together for either Nick Foles or Carson Wentz to duplicate the level of production that either quarterback was able to show on the field? And with that being a huge question mark, of course, you're going to slide just a little. And then also that defense I was just talking about, I mean, you gave up 33 points in the Super Bowl. I know we can say, well, that's Tom Brady. But you were coming in as being uh, one of the most uh, recognized and talked about defenses uh, in the postseason, and you give up and you surrender that many points. To me, that those are all big question marks, knowing as though there's a new coach uh, with the New York Giants. Uh, we, the idea is that you know that uh, with Alex Smith being the quarterback now for the Washington Redskins, their offense is going to look different. And you can expect that Jerry Jones, he's going to do something different down in Dallas. So with all those things being said within that division, yes, I think it's too premature to put the Eagles right there if we're talking about a power index ranking for the NFL teams. All right, but one could counter as we take you around the league with Nick Ferguson, the former NFL safety. Nick, you got Carson Wentz coming back from the torn ACL. No guarantees, but let's say he's fully healthy. His team was top five in scoring offense and scoring defense last year, and they're young. If Howie Roseman could keep the young nucleus of talent intact, why couldn't we be looking at a team that wins another Super Bowl or two? Because we know, and Cordell knows this just as well as I do, it is hard to go to the Super Bowl back-to-back. And with the fact of you losing some key components on the offensive side of the ball, to me that changes everything. Because whether you Nick Foles, Nate Sudfield, or you are Carson Wentz, the fact of having three guys, quarterback guys in your room to help you out, that, that's something that most teams don't have. And to know that two of those guys are, could be moving on if, if Frank White takes the job with the Indianapolis coach, with I, which I assume that he will, to me that changes a lot as far as quarterback development and scheme and play calling, which was huge for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. Tell me this thing about Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Not so much just the money per se, but when you watched him play last year in San Fran, what part of him did you say um, that this guy may be pretty special considering that this team was 1-10 before him and they finished 5-0 with him? Well, that was just it. It's just uh, leadership. Uh, when you're playing and you're not playing that well, you need someone to come in and make plays and just make everyone else around uh, around him better, and that's what he was able to do. I mean, there was a, a certain uh, new skip and beat that the guys uh, had on both sides of the ball. And uh, when they when the team had the opportunity to come here and play against uh, the Rams, I went to the team hotel. I mean, I mean, it was the energy was just out of the roof. I mean, the wide receivers felt as though they had to run do something extra to get open, run their routes better because they knew they had a quarterback who could get them the ball. And it was always a belief. And that's what you really need from the quarterback position. We talk about, you know, Peyton Manning. We talk about Drew Brees. And we talk about 
Tom Brady, when we talk about quarterbacks who are able to do this, make everyone around them better, no matter what the score is, there's always this feeling that you have an opportunity to win. Go back to the last play or the fourth quarter with two, two minutes and 21 seconds in the game. We were all feeling as though the Patriots got the ball back. Tom is going to lead them down the field. That is what Jimmy G brings to the San Francisco 49ers. It's just a belief that we're in every game that we play, no matter whoever the opponent is. Go back to the Jacksonville Jaguars game last, last season. I mean, the Jags at that point, they lost to, I believe, the Tennessee Titans, and then they came back the following week to lose to the 49ers. To me, when you can go up and put up points, uh, and we can say whatever we want to say about Blake Borders, but we know the Jags' defense. Jimmy Garoppolo inspired the 49ers' offense to put up points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. To me, that says a lot for a guy who's playing a quarterback position, despite the fact that he's only played seven games as a starter. That, that, that says a lot. And to me, he was rewarded handsomely, but now the expectations go up, and he's going to have to deliver. Nick, great information as always. Finally, you might have heard it was cold in Minnesota. I think I lost my power to see well, so I was scanning the crowd at the Mall of America. <laughs> I did not see you. Where were you last week? No, I was uh, in sunny California just kind of staying warm, and it's, I believe, 70 de- 73 degrees weather because uh, I-, I know a lot of individuals, and I'm glad you guys are healthy and okay, but I know a lot of individuals who decided to take that trip, but they're now dealing with the flu. No, Nick, we're so dying. We, okay. we have completely had a horrible week on the air because we're both deathly ill, but we couldn't turn down the opportunity to cover the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm glad you guys are healthy. I didn't want to go. It was, it was too cold. I saw all the, Nick, uh, the photos. Nick, you like, show nah. up at every event. You went to the Pro Bowl, and you didn't go to the Super Bowl? That makes no sense, my man. Hey, hey, the Pro Bowl, it was nice and sunny, but guess what? <laughs> the Super Bowl is in Atlanta next year, uh-huh. and you will see me there. You staying with Cordell? He's got plenty of room in that spacious condo. You know what? Maybe, hey, why don't we just go ahead and do a three-minute thing? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. Whoa, 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 no. I I got space issues. I'll I'll be staying by myself, but you two can work it out, and that would be a great reality show. No, no, I think it'd be great if we just stayed in our own place and just... You got that right. All right, Nick, you let me down, and actually you gave me a nice time killer, but we didn't have much time to kill. I was looking through every crowd going, could that be Nick? Because I knew you would be suited and booted, so I was looking for a great suit, but I did not see at the mall. Really quickly, I was definitely thinking about it, but then when I found out what the weather was going to be like for the the, the weekend, I was like, no, nah, I'm Nick, good. you played in Denver. You're a warrior. You weren't going to be outside shoveling snow. You could have hung out with us in Minnesota. No, nah, I've been in California too long, fellas. You're soft now, huh? too long. All right. <laughs> Welcome to my world. You're a smart man, actually. Cordell said the best. <laughs> Forget about my bit. I'm a genius. You're astute, Nick. Good call. We'll chat with you soon. All right, guys. Take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.